When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participation restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Talk of the Tune, a football podcast. Hello, hello. My name is Will. I'm your co-host with the co-most. And as usual, I'm joined here by... Oh, who just clicked a pen? Not me. I don't, I don't have a pen this week. <laughs> I don't have a pen this week. It's not me. Oh, great. I swear to God. Ten second <laughs> okay, as I was saying, for rudely interrupted by a fucking inanimate object and a pen. Hi, <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm hilarious. I'm joined, as usual, by Gray and Hodge. How are we both doing? All good. Good. Right, okay. Well, if you don't know already, our next opponents are Chelsea, and we'll be playing them on Saturday the 21st, I believe. And this is our preview show, so welcome. Welcome to all. I think before we really start, Will, would you like to apologise about your blunder from the last one? (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Anyway, as I was saying, nah, <laughs> all the listeners. Yeah, I probably should. Thanks, though, Hodge. Uh, no you problem, do remember the, the weirdest, uh, yeah, the weirdest <laughs> things. Uh, yeah. So on last week's edition of Who Dares Wins, I say last week's the second time we've ever done it. I have omitted a couple of players. So I think they said there were twelve players that have played for Newcastle and also won either the Champions League or the European Cup. To my knowledge, now there are fourteen. But God knows what that number could actually be. I mean, it must have been quite an old list I used. Let's go with that one because uh, I think we missed, sorry, I missed Jeannie Vinaldum and James Milner, who, of course, are both Champions League winners with Liverpool. So, yeah, if you're listening and I've missed anyone else, please keep your opinions to yourself. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm just going to put that behind me. Anyway, as we were saying, does someone want to kick us off with a nice little quiz? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. I've got a treat for you. I've done you a little jingle. (laughs) Oh, Don't say I never treat you. You spoil me. You really do. (laughs) I've not put too much time or effort into it. I think I had the thought for it when I was in the shower the other day. So I'm thinking of you when I'm in the shower. I'll just put it together in the pre-record. Obviously, we know your section's called Grey's Greatest. This is your jingle. Welcome, my friend. Oh, that's too good. That is fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) But there there you go, Greg. A nice fitting introduction to Grey's Greatest. So, what have we got in store this week, Lake? So, this week we've got a double. We've got two players for you guys to guess. (laughs) Double points. Yeah, double points up for the grabs. 10 points for Willie B, I think. 
<laughs> yeah, good luck with that one. I think one of them is tough. Uh, we were supposed to be joined today by Chidge from a Chelsea podcast. Yeah, we were supposed to be joined today by Stamford Chidge from Chelsea Fancast. But uh, as is life, uh, we've had a few technical difficulties. So uh, I think we'll be seeing Chidge at a later date, unfortunately. But there you go. Carry on. So yeah, I thought I would uh, include a tough one for you guys. It'll be tough. But for Chidge, I think it would have been... It would, have been, it would have been a challenge, but I think you would have got it probably on the third clue. There is a bonus five points up for grabs. Whoa, you're leaking points at the minute. If you can guess the similarity between these two players before question three. Okay. So is there one distinct thing that links the two players? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. so there's, there's yeah, something both these players have done. Have yeah. you checked it's one? Or are we going to have an apology next week like Will's? All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Mate, I just want to rub it in a bit more. Obviously, there, there are many players who have done the same thing, but these two have it in common. Okay. They've both cool. got two legs. <laughs> Five points for Will. All right, Petal Flower, get on with it, like. Okay, I'll start. I'll do Chelsea first, then Newcastle. Okay. Just for anyone that missed last week's, we both send our answers to Grey. Uh, so it gives you a bit of a chance to get it without us blurting out the answer on like the first clue, like I did last week, because I'm so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, great, carry on. Enough of me jabbering on. Player one, I signed for Chelsea in 1989 after my name was mentioned to then-manager John Hollins by three or four people at an awards ceremony where he was presenting a Player of the Year trophy. Oh, oh wow. I mean, yeah, I see what you mean about... Uh... Oh, I'm, f- I'm Jesus. Um, do the tune one (laughs) now I'm sending you an answer I think mine's probably too predictable Uh, 89 yeah 89 no it's not Will fuck's sake I've sent my Chelsea one no it's not bollocks so Will said uh, Dennis Wise and Hodge went for Charlie Nichols it's neither of those Charlie Nichols wasn't he an Arsenal legend I thought he was a Chelsea player (laughs) Is he the annoying Scottish one from, from Stocker Saturday? Yeah, but he always bums Chelsea on it, so I thought he was a Chelsea I thought player. he was Arsenal. Where's that stupid earring? Fuck knows. Uh, anyway, carry on. So yeah, the Newcastle United player. I played 59 times for England and captained them on one occasion, taking part in two World Cups. I think I've got this one, you know? Hmm. No, I actually don't. No, I don't want to be too confident. <laughs> You're very confident and you're wrong. Ah! <laughs> 59. The ex-Tomb player. Tomb, tomb. Captain them once. I go as far as saying legend. 59 games. Well, Hodge has got five points. I said, I don't know how you guys get it. So Will said John Barnes, which is incorrect. Good, it's in. Fuck off. <laughs> Back to the Chelsea player. I left Chelsea in 1993 after failing to lock down a permanent place in the first team. Many say I was sold for far less than I was worth. Do you want to know how much he was sold for and who to? Yes. Uh, so he was sold for 700000 and he went to Blackburn. Am I going to know this person? Yeah, definitely. Nope. Ah! As you can guess, Will got it wrong. Ah, I don't even know ah. like where to start. To be totally honest, like, now nah, I'm going to skip. Skip. 
Oh, you butler. <laughs> Do you want me to just have a guess? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that's the point. Oh. While you think of this, Hodge, I'll, uh, I'll go back to the Newcastle crew. I had a trial at Gillingham alongside our current manager, Steve Bruce, after we played at the same youth club together. Gillingham signed Steve Bruce as an apprentice, but unfortunately turned me away, and Will has smashed it. I sent you. Yes! A, I sent you a yes! guess um, from the Chelsea yes! player agree, by the way. Uh, yeah, so Hodge, that is also incorrect. It is not Pat Nevin. Mm. And Will said Tim Sherwood for his guess. I'll give you two clues here for your Chelsea one. Okay. So first clue is, I grew up on Jersey. Oh, I know who it is. Fucking hell. And secondly, I famously scored a goal against Brazil in 1995 for England. And it came... 18th in a recent poll of England's greatest goals. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, Will's got it. Yes! Um, Yes! That one? I'm pretty sure it's from there. It is. Yes! Get in. Okay, so now that you've got them, can you name the similarity between these two players? Bonus question. Oh. And Will, your guess is wrong, by the way. Okay, well, I'll get to go again, obviously, because that was last turn. Um... So one thing that links the two players... So it's something they've got in common, which isn't necessarily uncommon, but both these players have done. <laughs> Good, I was going to say they're both the same height. So <laughs> 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 something they've done... Yeah, so and, the ne- and, the, and the next clues uh, give it away. Oh, God. Um... Right, I think uh, I'll give you five more seconds. Oh, hold on. <laughs> no, well, uh, as far as I'm aware, <laughs> uh, they still have front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, no, they both returned to their club this Chelsea player returned to Chelsea after leaving them in 1997. And our Newcastle player, again, after an initial spell, returned in 1993. Nice. So, so yeah, just to complete the clues, I'll, I'll just go back to back for the Chelsea player. Uh, I returned to Chelsea in 1997 and became a British record for a defender at the time for 5.5 million. And final clue, which was to give it away. I spent most of my career as a left-back, retiring in 2005 after spells at Chelsea, Blackburn and Southampton. And as uh, Will and Hodgie correctly guessed, it was Graham Lasso. Yes, sir. Which I thought was quite, it's quite a challenging one. Yeah, it is, to be fair. I think the jersey won't give it away. I think I've asked that in the quiz before. So yeah, back to the Newcastle player. I set a record transfer fee in 1987 as a huge 1.9 million. Whoa. I know what's happened. Mm. Our times have changed, eh? I returned to Newcastle in 1993, scoring a total of 25 goals that season. The same season Andy Cole scored a massive 41 goals. Until recently, he was the academy coach in Newcastle until 2018. And that's Peter Beardsley, good old Pedro. Wow. <laughs> All right, so how many points did I get? You got seven points. Ooh. Yes, sir. And Hodge got eight points. Oh, so the comeback is on. The comeback is on. The comeback is on. Oh, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking joke. What, so I'm one point ahead? Yeah, one point ahead. I'm on 12. Hodge is on 11, isn't he? 
Yeah, that is that is right. Oh, okay. Well, coming for you. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the second goal, when he saw the ball coming back from Shola, he just wanted to kick it because uh, obviously he had no more uh, power. He he was just tired and didn't want to keep the ball, so he just shot it. Oh well, thanks very much, Gray. Enjoyed that. That was great. Hopefully, we'll see that again in the next podcast. Like. As this is a Chelsea preview show, I think we should probably preview the Chelsea match. Yeah? Think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think so. Uh, how are we feeling for it? Oh, pessimism's going to come creeping back in. If Hodgie's feeling pessimistic, then uh, I can't wait for his prediction. <laughs> Pessimism's kicked my fucking door in. <laughs> Slap me around in bed a little bit. <laughs> what? That sounds sexual. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where's your mind going? Oh. Oh, God knows. Well, I suppose it's fitting because we are probably going to get fucked by Chelsea. I'm not very hopeful at all. Obviously, Chelsea, I think we mentioned in the previous podcast, are the highest scoring team in the league at the minute. And we struggle to score goals. So, and keep them out. discuss. This is true. Well, I know what Bruce is going to do and he's just going to sit back and try and weather a storm and try and get something lucky again. But his luck has run out, I think, or will be running out very shortly if he keeps trying to do that sort of thing. They've got people that are firing a little bit now for them and they're really kind of pushing on. What have they got? Is it 15 points from eight games, lying fifth in the table? I think they're probably thinking this is quite an easy matchup from their end. So I don't think there'll be any any surprises really. Although sometimes we can be a bit of a boogie team, but we are missing some flair from like Cissé and, and Denver yeah. Bar and stuff like that for going Suzuki. back on some, some old games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to make good viewing, I don't think. I think since you mentioned Cissé, we just have to, uh, to acknowledge that goal. It's absolutely ridiculous, wasn't it? Both goals. Both goals. Yeah, both Criminal goals, that, sure. that the first goal doesn't get the credit it deserves. Mm, yeah, a great finish. It's hard to do a Newcastle and Chelsea preview show without talking about those goals. Oh, fucking bel uh, Yeah, great goals. But also, like, the occasions when Musa Sissoko ran Chelsea absolutely ragged at St. James's Park. When Big Shola went down to Stamford Bridge, and uh, I think that was an FA Cup game, and dominated them. Yeah, I think you're right, though. We had a bit of a bogey team for him, especially under the days of Jose Mourinho. Mm. Um, however, I think that luck has maybe run its course. Yeah, I think uh, Frank Lampard's got them far too organised. Yeah, it's a shame we couldn't get Chid John because I'd be interested to hear his thoughts on Frankie Lampard um, and whether he does think he's actually a, a good manager because they spent a lot of money this year bringing Havertz in for 70 plus million, Timo Werner, uh, Hakim Ziyech. Uh, didn't cost anything, but they brought in Thiago Silva, who seems to have turned their defence around. New goalkeeper after spending all that money on Kepa. Yeah, they needed to replace Kepa, they didn't they? He's, uh, he's, not, he's not good enough. I wish they'd just waited a few more matches or maybe brought him in in January because that could have maybe gone in our favour. <laughs> yeah. And Mendy's looking class as well, isn't he? Oh, did he have five clean sheets in his first five starts or something like that? Something like that, yeah. A lot of people give him credit to Mendy, but I think it's also, as we've said, uh, Thiago Silva's influence as well. He's mm-hmm. starting to get some games. He's really starting to uh, organise that back line, which I think is something they've been missing potentially with the likes of Christensen, Zuma. All these young kind of centre-halves, uh, what's he called, Antonio Rudiger, mm-hmm. uh, they don't seem to have a discipline burn in their body. So it's good for him to come in. Sorry, I was going to say we briefly talked about this when I was on that uh, Everton podcast the other day. Mentioned oh, about yeah. Thiago Name Silva. <laughs> Name, well, well, big big bollocks now, isn't it? <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually done really well for them. And what, what we kind of picked out was is that it's it's 
obviously his presence and stuff like that, but it's his organisational skills. He's played for some really big teams and, and obviously had some really good Champions League runs and stuff. And obviously playing with the Brazil, he brings a lot of experience to the side, which is helping all the young players around him. Like you mentioned, Zuma and stuff like that before. He's, he's helped them out massively. Uh, I think at the end of last season, they weren't doing too great on a defensive record. But obviously since he's come in, it's it's been a, a different kettle of fish totally. So I think <laughs> Wilson up top by himself is going to have a lot to do. <laughs> oh, I I think, uh, yeah, you touched on it. I think uh, he's worth his weight. Yeah, he might be uh, past his prime, but like you say, just the experience, the the organisational skills, uh, a centre-half of his calibre can bring, I think, can shift things massively, especially Chelsea, who, uh, like I said, a lot of young centre-halves, obviously quality players, but maybe lack some of that experience, which uh, Thiago Silva has, and I think a great signing for them in the summer. You touched on Callum Wilson. I'm pretty sure Callum Wilson's going to be injured for the Chelsea oh, is he? game, isn't he? He's a doubt, isn't he? Hamstring. Yeah. Well, they thought it was going to be a lot longer than it than it actually is. So that's the one kind of saving well, grace. Our prediction's just gone even more of a loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more goals for Chelsea, fewer goals for us. Who's going to start up front for for Newcastle if Callum Wilson is out? Is it going to be big Andy Carroll or is it going to be big Joe Linton? You know, it's going to be Carroll. It's got to be. Kind of has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, has to be by default. Yeah, he's got to play Carroll to try and bully some somebody and and put it about and try and weaken them in that respect. It's not a great swap, is it? putting Carroll up for Wilson there and even Joe Linton just no confidence about them well Big Joe came on against Southampton and probably registered the best chance of the game didn't yeah, he when he to be fair, put, that yeah. header, put that header on target which mm. is uh, which was a very strange experience to see him actually going at the ball yeah. and trying to make something out of it But uh, I think he's like a different player coming on out wide playing that, that wider role as opposed to that number nine role it's more in his comfort zone that's where he had a lot of success in Germany I think Bruce is doing the right thing, giving him a chance in his preferred position. Mm. I kind of I hope for him and obviously for the team that it, it does come good eventually. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, there's also the question, is John Joe due back? Do we know if John Joe is going to be back into the team? I think they said four weeks. It's only been about three, I think. Okay. It's going to be a little bit touch and go because what we've got six days until the game. He mm. probably hasn't been doing too much running or too much fitness, so he's probably not going to be anywhere near, I would have thought. Uh, I think the big thing for me is getting... Isaac Hayden back in the team. Sure up the huge gap that we seem to have between defensive midfield. Maybe give it a bit of impetus, a bit of drive going forward. Actually what have someone in the team who wants to win the ball. A bit of hunger, a bit of desire. As opposed to Jeff Hendrick, who was just kind of a passenger against Southampton. Really didn't offer very much. I don't know what Isaac Hayden's done to upset Steve Bruce or to get himself get himself he's in, he's injured, out of that team. Oh, he was, but he's been fit for ages now, man. And also, he got the goal against Chelsea last year that won it for us. Mm. It will be good to have him back, even if it's just for a, a lucky charm. Me and Gray were in the stack when that goal went in, and it went yeah, it went mad. mental. <laughs> <laughs> Pints everywhere. Yeah, it's that last minute winner. It's like we'd win the World Cup or something like that. The place is <laughs> like, bouncing. It's crazy. See, this is what I mean. Like, you have all these pundits who are on television kind of antagonising us all the time, saying, what do you expect? Do you expect Champions League football? I mean, where, where do you want to be? Do you want to be winning the league? No, you feckin' idiots. We just want to see some entertaining football and some drive. And that's what it was last year. Although most of the game, kind of, we were kind of second best and we were chasing after the ball, we never gave up. And to win it in the last minute against a team like Chelsea is just unbelievable for us. And that's kind of what it means. Mm. So that's what I'd say to your Chris Suttons, your Mark Lawrence's, who else? Your Robbie Savages, your Chris Kirkland. Chris Kirkland? Who? Ex-Wigan oh. goalkeeper. I didn't even who? know he was a pundit, to be honest. 
Neither did I. He must be the most fucking boring pundit in the world. Chris Kirkland coming no, out saying Michael Newcastle Owen. should get behind Steve Bruce. Oh, yeah, good point, actually. Mm. Should we get behind Steve Bruce? <laughs> Steve Bruce is doing a good job. Uh, great. Okay. Our aspirations may, I mean, it depends what your aspirations are. A lot of people saying we'd, we'd be happy to stay in the league and Stevie Bruce will do that for you. Great. Okay. But is that really what you want to be aiming for? No, not at all. You want to be going out trying to win games. I think Hodge, you made a good point on the Blue Room podcast. Yeah, I think because obviously it depends what team you are and who it is. And we didn't really go into that much depth of it because it was quite a quick chat about it. But really, like what I said, and I'll just reiterate the point again, like people who go and watch Newcastle United have worked the the arse off all week and they're wanting something to entertain at the end of the week just to really give them a good weekend. And if you're watching the tune play, you want to be entertained. You're not going there to go and watch a boring defensive game to grind out a one nil win, that for me, that's not really football. You want to see or goals just a going one, in, one draw, yeah, one one draw, anything with, with your tail between your legs. You want to see goals. You want to see us getting forward. You want excitement. You want to be ready to cheer that goal going in. You don't want to sit in the seat all day and go, "Christ alive, me Bovril's cold now." This is like <laughs> hor- horrific. That's not what you want in a football game. I guess it's an easy thing to say, but these pundits don't really know what they're talking about because they're not Newcastle fans themselves. Mm-hmm. If an Alan Shearer came out and said it, you might think, okay, bit bit more credit. He actually knows what he's talking about. He knows what it's like to be a Newcastle United fan. Nobody knows what what we go through, and we we're the ones that have to sit through ninety minutes of it. These pundits probably look at highlights. They look at the table. They look at the points. This old man's or what is it? Brucey's old boys club mm. all get behind him. So you know he's a good manager. He's very well respected in football. He might be well respected. He's a nice bloke. But it's boring, boring football is getting on people's tits and it's not what we want to see. Mm-hmm. And I would just wish they'd understand that. It's just, I, I can't believe it. And I get they've got to sell newspapers and they've got to get clicks on their articles and you know, Chris Sutton's and all that are naturally antagonistic people. But you're just missing the point completely. You're just not getting it at all. Mm-hmm. And you just need someone with a different view to come on and give you that. I saw something on Five Live the other day. A Newcastle fan went on and gave a very good showing of himself to uh, to Savage and Sutton, I think. Uh, and they didn't really have any answers; they just mm-hmm. kept moving on to different points. Idiots. But yeah, that's uh, a week. That's well, that's my weekly rant over. <laughs> <laughs> Got deep there. Team wise, so if Callum Wilson's out, we reckon Andy Carroll will probably be the one to deputise um, Sam Maxima and Almiron. Although, so Almiron's maybe been. He's been running his socks off, but as I say, the execution's not really been there. Do we think his place is safe? I think we can almost rule him out because he's been playing for Paraguay. Uh, he's played three matches, and last time he went on international duty, Bruce refused to play him because apparently he was too tired from travelling or something like that. Well, I've got an interesting point on that. I was reading an article, I can't remember, it might be an NUFC blog or something. He got a yellow card in Paraguay's game against Argentina, which makes him ineligible for their next match. So the likelihood is he will have been sent home early, being some point this week. So you'll have plenty of time to get back and prepare himself for the next match uh, against Chelsea. So I think fitness-wise and having him available, I don't think that'll be an issue. But I do get your point that he had been playing a lot of games for Paraguay. But yeah, I was reading something about this, funnily enough, a couple of days ago, and I don't think that'll be a problem. So if he is fit and ready, do you think he's still in the team? I think so. If he is back and fit to play, then yeah, I think for me, he he's a workhorse. He does also have that... That spark in him, which, I mean, it's probably one in 10 games, it appears, but he does have that moment of brilliance, which could sneak us 
a goal could get us that draw, could sneak us a win. True. I was reading a match report from from the Paraguayan journalist and they were saying that he had his best ever game for Paraguay and that's against Argentina. So you're Leo Messi's, all these top class, world class footballers and apparently Miggy was the best player on the pitch. I'm like, eh? Is that the same Miguel Almiron that I know? Well, you know, why can't he be the best player on the pitch for us? Just for one week. That would be great. But yeah, Miggy, I think we're probably all in agreement. If he's fit, he probably goes on the team sheet. I think this is maybe a good opportunity for Bruce to switch things up a little bit as well. If Wilson is out, change formation slightly. I'd really like to see someone play in number 10 role often Andy Carroll because he's your number one kind of target for knockdown balls holding the ball up and playing it on so I think if it comes down to it Almiron and that number 10 role may actually complement Andy Carroll quite well mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we know Sam Maxima hasn't been too too hot at the minute uh, what, what are our thoughts on him is he staying the team if so in, in what capacity he's got the magic to make something happen I think he'd kind of rely on it but I don't know where like he's his head's at at the minute because he seems to have got this new contract and now all of a sudden being like oh I don't don't know if I need to impress as much now because he's got the money but in the last couple of games he just hasn't hasn't seemed to be wanting to work as hard he seemed a little bit slower not as direct um, which is what I like to see out of him he was good he just he took the game by the scruff of the neck at the start of the season, just went, right, I'm going to do it myself if if, if no one else is going to want to do it with me, if that makes sense. Have we found the right position for him, though? I was just about to say, I think he's been playing almost out of position. Uh, again, he's been playing in that number 10 role, very central, where, for me, his best his best games, he picked up the ball out wide, just our side of a halfway line, and he's driven at the fullback, and he's cut inside does all his fancy feet and uh, manages to get a shot away or I think he's just looked a little lost. We've not had the ball for long enough to actually get him in the game, I feel, in an attacking sense. He's had a few moments, but unfortunately those moments are few and far between. And as an attacking player, you probably want five or six decent chances a game. But at the minute, he's getting one or two, if that. For me, he's a player that's got to sit out for a game or two just for Bruce to figure out where is he best. He's done it for Joe Linton. We just need to go back to basics and play our players in their preferred positions and where are we going to get the best out of them. It doesn't matter if we have to shoot on a Jeff Hendrick or an Isaac Hayden into the side to solidify it slightly or someone who's willing to play out of position and perform out of position. Any decent manager and his assistants should already know by now where someone's stronger position is and the Bruce Bruce hasn't got it. Yet, how? how? I, I don't understand. So, so what I don't understand with Bruce, like you say, why move your best player from left wing after he had a shocker against Brighton? Yeah, we, we all know he had a shocker against Brighton. But don't move him inside because he had a shocker. Mm-hmm. Keep him out in that position. Everyone's, everyone's due a bad game at some point. Yes, that bad game cost us two goals in 20 minutes. And I think we all agree that Bruce should have taken him off after those 20 minutes. But... He's got to stay where he's best. And it's just, for me, yeah, I, I don't understand what Bruce is trying to achieve. I don't think anyone understands what Bruce is trying to achieve by playing him in that number 10 role. No, I just don't think this formation's working for us at all. I think in an ideal world, if it was me, and you know, I've I've got a few coaching badges, and I think I could probably be the, <laughs> the right man for the is job. Is that a football manager? Yes, correct. I've, I have just downloaded <laughs> Football Manager 2021, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think... Ideally, the best formation for us with the players we've got would be a 4-2-3-1. That being four at the back, 
two slightly deeper lying midfielders. And in my mind, they would be Hayden and Shelby. And then just off Callum Wilson, who's your one, I'd probably have Sam Maxima on the left. I'd have Almiron up the middle and I'd have Ryan Fraser on the right. Back four, I think it's pretty standard. You just have Lewis at left. I'd probably have Javier Manquio at right back because that experiment's just not fucking working with Jacob Murphy. And then take your pick between the centre-halves. For me, probably Fernandez and Lascelles. And then I think in my mind, that's a good setup and that's a good team to go up against Chelsea. Yeah, I feel that's our strongest team as well. Yeah, I think so as well. I think we're all quite in agreement. I think when we've been texting each other throughout the matches, I think we've all been putting the same kind of this. This is something we could do. This is the formation I think we'd do. I think we all have quite a good similar opinion on that. And I think with your point there, putting Lascelles with Fernandez in the centre, you've got Shaw on the bench. He can fill in for a CDM, so you're not already already having him on the pitch as a, as yeah. a centre back. He's got a bit of um, a bit about him in both areas. Better yeah. at the centre back rather than CDM, but he's someone who could come in and, and definitely do a job. Mm-hmm, but he also, he also gives you that option to mix it up a little bit at centre-back because both Fernandez and Lascelles are solid players, but they're probably not the most creative or strongest on the ball once you win it back. While someone like Shah does have that passing range, which would free things up a little bit. I think the one of the core problems is that our centre-halves are trying to pass the ball. I'm not sure it's necessarily... He's got a good right foot on him. Fabian Shaw and he can make things up and he can do things but I'd rather just have two centre-halves that get shit done and get stuff dealt with just get rid of it deal with the problems that's your job we need that let, to get some form now I think yeah let everyone else deal with the, the with creating the chances just focus on the task at hand which I think is going to be pivotally important against a team like Chelsea with their attacking threat with all this said money where your mouth is predictions Gray what are you going for? Um, with the danger of sounding like Hodge, I think I'm going to go three nil to Chelsea. Okay, three nil Chelsea. Ooh. Will? Uh, yeah, mine's not much better. Let's take my three nil. Stevie Bruce and his shit performances have well and truly destroyed all of my optimism. Uh, so I'm going to go with three one to Chelsea. We're going to score a goal. I think we're going to score a goal. It'll be a scrappy one. It'll probably be in the 89th minute, but I think we'll get one. I can put the same as Grey Connor, 3 0. Yeah. That's why that was, that was what was going to come out of my mouth straight away. So, yeah. Look what you've done, Steve. Look what you've done <laughs> for this podcast. We used to be young, we used to be full of energy. I was always half pint full. <laughs> <laughs> Knee chances. No, yeah. You're barred. <laughs> no chance. Let's cross our fingers, pray to. Pray to whoever we need to pray to that that's not going to be the case. But yeah, I can't see us getting anything out of the game against Chelsea. Wah, 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 wah. And and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. I've got a quiz if you fancy doing it now. Be rude not to, wouldn't it? Do we need to liven things up a little? Liven things up a little bit. Hodge's quiz corner where the questions are always mint. I'm going to get someone to do oh, a proper one. Bit of a different... <laughs> Where's Hodge's jingle, Will? Will said he wasn't going to do one for me. For me. He literally said he's not going to do one for me. I think uh, that's quite rude. I think it is yeah, as well. well. Favouritism. Yeah. I'm not complaining, but yeah, favouritism. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you going on about? You're not a jingle, you bumbaclark. <laughs> right. Five questions related to Chelsea as we're playing them. Some are easy, some are hard, but that's just how it goes. Question one. Chelsea have changed their managers quite a bit over the last few years, just like NUFC. Can you name their last five not including caretaker managers and not including Lampard. 
So Chelsea have changed their managers quite a bit over the last few years. Can you name their last five, not including caretaker managers and not including Lampard? So it's technically the last six, really, but the five before so, Lampard. One of my favourite of the more recent years is Antonio Conte. Yep, he was 2016-2018. Did Mourinho come back for a spell, didn't he? Mourinho came back for a second time, 2013 to 2015. That was one I didn't think he was right. Get there, that's good. Icon, Chelsea icon. Um, I... I'm drawing a complete fucking blank here. I can't remember who Frank Lampard replaced. Uh, it might have been. It might be just before this, but Ancelotti. Uh, before. Yeah, it's too too uh, too late for Ancelotti. Um, who did Frankie Lampard replace? I know. I'm. I'm. I'm was to Frankie Lampard? Oh, uh, it was. Um, I can see his face, but I can't. Um, right, well, that's great for a podcast. The German, German guy, wasn't it? Nope. No, he had the long German. black hair. He had the long black hair. There's no no Germans. Uh, he had long black it? hair, though, didn't he? That was Conte, you're thinking of. Oh, probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did, did Frankie Lampard replace a caretaker manager? Uh, no. Okay, so it was a permanent manager, and he must have only been in his job for a year. He was. Oh, I know who it is. You idiot, Will. Go on then. Sorry. Yes. Maurizio Sorry. Maurizio Sorry. Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Time smoker. <laughs> yeah, he used to chew on he used to chew on cigarettes, yeah, didn't he? Because he, did, uh, he couldn't yeah. smoke them. Uh, right. Sorry, Conte, uh, Mourinho. So you've got one between Mourinho and Conte, who was there for a very short time. Roberto Di Matteo. Nope. I was thinking him. No. Okay. He won the Champions 16. League with him, didn't he? He did, yeah. 2015-16. It's too late for people like Gus Hiddink. Correct. So, correct is the end that it's too late? Or? <laughs> it's Gus Hiddink. Is it? Yeah, Gus Hiddink, oh, 2015 sick. to 2016. So, you so how many more do we need? One more, 2012 to 2013. Oh, who wants to be a millionaire music uh, uh, Didn't... Uh, Benitez replaced Demacio. Rafa Benitez is your final answer. Is it? Yep. Oi. Got all five. Oh, wow, wow. Decently, yeah. Mourinho, well sorry. Us. Conte, Hiddink, uh, Mourinho for the second time, and Benitez before that. Hey, well, there you go. Question two. Chelsea owner Roman Rovic has two nationalities, Russian and what? It was in the news in 2018 as well because of the way that he did it. <laughs> um, Israeli? Yeah, he is. I is it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah, it is. I never thought uh, that. because he, he was always visiting the UK on a tier one in, investors visa, but then to get it for free, he became an Israeli nationality because they have uh, a visa free. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much he paid for that. I don't know, but his um, grandparents and parents, I think, were from Israel as well. Israel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Oh, very good. Well, I didn't think you'd get that. That's good. Well Thanks very much. Thanks. Uh, question three. Chelsea have two nicknames. What are they? The Blues. <laughs> One of them. Oh, <laughs> He's done his bit. <laughs> I know. I've, I've, got, I've got one. This is a nightmare. Aaron, my housemate, is a Chelsea fan as well. Okay. Uh, 
Can we have a clue? I know they've got a lion on their crest. It's not the, some some of their crests. It's not the lions, is it? It's not to do with that, no. <sighs> Fuck. Can we have a clue? You can do, yeah. Um, You're trying to think of a clue now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were a resident of somewhere in Chelsea. Oh, the pensioners. Yeah. What? Chelsea Fuck, I should have known that as well. The pensioners. I've never heard that before. Like, you know, like yeah, the Chelsea the pensioners. Royal Hospital Chelsea. Royal Chelsea Hospital. They wear the red. They give up their military pensions to live in the Royal Royal Hospital. Ah, okay, yeah. You've seen them before, Gray, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. That's it, yeah. Right. Question four. Chelsea made an astonishing fact in 2013-14 season. What the hell? Are you having a stroke? I am, yeah. They played 57 <laughs> games in total, and in every starting lineup position, there was a full international player. True oh. or false? So Chelsea made True. an astonishing fact in 2013-14 season. They played 57 games in total uh, in that season. In every starting lineup position, there was a full international player. True or false? So that's obviously... FA Cups, Champions League, Premier League. Yeah, League yeah, Cup. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I say true as well. Yeah, I'm gonna say true. It is true. Yep. <laughs> every that's Great. mad. That's mad, though, isn't it? Like every single position for every single game that they played was at least a. Oh, it's crackers, actually. An Good player. That's mad. What taking, trivia? Take, taking their game seriously, you know. <laughs> they were going for it then. Yeah, that was because obviously Mourinho was there at that, at that point when he so. Um, mm. Question five, last question. Chelsea have always been uh, known for learning out obscene amounts of players over the years. One of the biggest names that is always on the loan list is Victor Moses. He joined in 2012 and has made 87 appearances for Chelsea, scoring five goals. He's been on loan six times. Name <laughs> the clubs. Um, well, I know one of them is Inter Milan. One of them is Inter Milan, yes. 2020. That was before Victor all Moses. the lockdown stuff happened. He was it. Yeah. Oh, he was also on loan at Liverpool, wasn't he? 2013 14 season, he was at Liverpool, yeah. That's two. Right. I could do with your help at any point, Gray. <laughs> no rush there. No rush. <laughs> um, Crystal Palace, maybe? Nope. No. He was at Palace before he joined Chelsea. Yeah, he's at Wigan, wasn't he, before Chelsea as well? Yep, yep, yep. Um. So Inter Milan, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he go to? Um, was, I, was it West Ham? He went to West Ham 15-16 oh, yeah, season. So you're missing 2014-15. Yeah. You're missing 19-20, and the current club he's on loan at. Wait, 19-20 wasn't? I thought 2019-20 was Inter Milan. 2020 was Milan. So at the start oh. of the season he was, and then it went lockdown. Is he at somewhere stupid like Ruben Kazan or oh, something? Oh, you're so close. Right country. Oh, fuck. Moscow. Krasn- Krasnodar? You want to add something to Moscow? Spartak. Spartak, yeah, Moscow? Spartak, Moscow, yeah. Oh, bloody... And knew he in Russia as well. He's currently at Spartak, Moscow, where he's made four appearances this year. So you're missing okay. 14, 15, and you're missing 19, 20. Was he at Stoke, or was that before he joined Chelsea again? Yeah, he was at Stoke, yes. He was Stoke after Liverpool, so that's 14-15. Well done, Gray. Smashed it. Oh one more to get. Oh, so one of the more, one of the, pretty much the most recent one. I uh, know, because he's at Spartak Moscow now. Well, yeah, you know what I'm, you know what I'm <laughs> mean. I didn't before that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, certainly not the most recent one. Wanker. 
go on then, Gray. Uh, do, 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 do you want a clue for the clue? Yes, please. Their nicknames are the Yellow Canaries. Oh, Norwich. Yeah, Norwich. Nope, not in this country. Oh, is it somewhere in España? Nope. Italia? Nope. Deutschland? Nope. Where the fuck has he gone? <laughs> Portugal? Nope. France? They're also called they're also called the Yellow Navy Blues. France? They have one of the biggest derbies. They have one of the biggest derbies in the world. Oh. Well, I've asked you three times. Is it in France? No. Okay. Portugal? Nope. I just asked Portugal. Which other fucking countries are there? Is he like Turkey or something like that? Yes, it's in Turkey somewhere. Oh, bloody Galatasaray. Fenerbahce. Everyone everyone Uh, always goes to Fenerbahce or Galatasaray at some point in their career. Always, always. Bugger. Yeah, so he's played for Liverpool, Stoke, West Ham, Fenerbahce, and never had an outspot like Moscow on loan from Chelsea. I think he's did all right there, though. That was decent decent scoring from you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much, like. Canny little quiz. There'll definitely more of these to come. Sounds right. Well, that's the quiz over again. I look forward to writing some more about the opponents that are coming up. I hope everyone else enjoys them as well. A little last plug for us. You can always get in touch with us at TOTT Podcast on Twitter or info at TOTT Podcast.co.uk. Or Talk of the Tune on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Talk of the Tune on Facebook. I forgot about that. Yeah, dear. Yeah, well, thanks for, thanks for the plugs, Hodge. We pay him every time he plugs. So he's uh, making quite a bit of coin. Uh, I think that's it for this week or for this podcast. Next thing we know, we will probably be dissecting our horrible 7-0 loss to Chelsea. So I really, really look forward to that. Otherwise, it's been a pleasure as always like. Good luck to the lads on Saturday. Good luck, boys. You'll need it. You will. Very soon, you will. Good luck, Timo Werner as well. I might captain you this week on fantasy football. And if any Toon players are listening... Get Bruce to change it up, man. Oh, fuck's sake. Or <laughs> <laughs> just fill him in or something. Oh, just do him in. Uh, anyway, thanks very much for your time, guys. Uh, we will see you all in the next podcast. See you later. Bye. Bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.